Welcome to In the Club VIP, a Kansas Athletic Club production, striving for incremental improvement every day. We're back with another episode in the club VIP. We're back in person. Got uh, Nick here. What's up? Got TJ here as well. What's up? <laughs> we uh, we're all working on our good radio broadcasting voice. So we uh, we have a good episode today. It's gonna I think it's gonna resonate a l- uh, with a lot of you you folks out there. Um, I know it's something that um, pretty much everybody needs to to deal with, and that's that's fortitude. We actually when we talked about it, it was mental fortitude. Then I realized upon doing a little research that that's actually pretty redundant when you say mental fortitude. Right. So right. Um, I think we should just jump right in to um, a segment that we, we like to call Patrick Reading. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and I know it's a, it's a, it's a hot uh, so, uh, segment. Everybody loves it. So first thing is fortitude's definition, according to dictionary.com, is mental and emotional strength in facing difficulty, adversity, danger, or temptation and doing it courageously. So um, when I say that definition, and we kind of break it down a little bit more, but T, what kind of sticks out to you? Um, you know, when I talk about you know mental, emotional strength, facing difficulties, adversities, danger, um, or the one that really kind of stuck out to me was maybe temptation um, and doing that courageously. So, um, and, and I guess probably in the realm of fitness or just yeah. day to life, like how would you, um, How'd you describe fortitude personally? Well, there's there's a couple ways in which I, w- I would look at this, especially if we're going to kind of go down the, the fitness avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, you've ever been in the, one of those workouts and you're, and you're just fighting for every rep. Maybe it's the open and, the, and it means a lot to you and you, you kind of dig deep and, and dig into that place where it just absolutely hurts, right? Mm-hmm. I, I tend to think that that's when you're, you're starting to develop some of that mental fortitude, um, pushing when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I've always felt like that's what's always um, allowed me to develop that fit, mental fortitude and and that just translates to outside you know outside of here not the fitness realm uh, you, something comes up in your life and you feel like you're able to attack it a little bit differently uh, because you've allowed yourself to kind of get into that dark dark place right I think we've all been in a place in a workout whether you're doing a CrossFit workout or an epic workout where you you look up at the clock or you're in the middle of a workout and you're like oh my gosh I'm not even halfway done and I'm already dying um, I know the like TJ said the open for CrossFit is really good but I know I've done some conditioning pieces over on epic where I'm like there's still seven and a half minutes left in this workout. How am I going to keep going through? Right. But you have to dig deep, like TJ said, and find that that toughness, that uh, that that strength um, within yourself. And and sometimes that's a little bit tougher. Yeah, I mean, I I see it in, in not only just what you guys just mentioned, but then also, I mean, you could be on a run mm-hmm. and you need to run a 5K, mm-hmm. for example, and you're one mile in, and then your shins start hurting, mm-hmm. or it's like, oh man, I got this weird like that cramp. side cramp or yep. something already. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the, do you turn around and go home, know that you only ran, you know, two miles that day, or do you go ahead and finish the 3.1? Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, you know, look at this as different levels. It's not just the pain from an intense workout that you plow through. It's not just whether you turn or turn around or go home or turn around and go home on that run or not. Mm-hmm. It could be, do you actually put on your shoes and get to the gym? Could have, it's, 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 do you actually take that first step into a brand new environment around a bunch of people you don't know. I think we we also need to recognize that that fortitude for everyone that's ever taken their first step into the door, that took a lot for them to get through. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so so I think of it on all three of those different different levels. Right, right. And we've kind of talked about that uh, in previous episode. I think it was the keep showing up episode where mm-hmm. it's like, man, like sometimes the hardest part of the day isn't necessarily the workout itself. Like once you get here, you kind of get in a rhythm. People are there. You got a little bit of community with you, but just getting there, especially, you know, in the afternoon, you've had a hard day work or you just woke up if you're coming in the morning and, and just getting to the gym is, is really the, the part that you really need that fortitude. Yeah, I think to, to elaborate on kind of what Nick said, I, I feel like we all have that kind of that mental negative dialogue in our heads. You know, mm-hmm. you have that, uh, I can't do this or I don't want to do this. And I think, you know, having that mental fortitude to kind of break through and, and kind of kind of shut that person up, right? Mm-hmm. And allow to kind of push through and, and get out of that comfort zone. And, and, and that's where you start to experience some, some yeah. pretty unique things. Definitely. I think I can't even remember if we actually if we talked about this on the podcast or if I've just had conversations with you guys or other people. But um, basically, like we are our own hardest critics. Like if you are um, seeing yourself, actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was on this podcast. TJ, you probably said it. Where if you had to say oh, out loud, yeah, the Bergeron quote, right? Yeah, like, if you had to say out loud to yourself what you say in your head. You would be like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person to myself. Basically, the idea behind that was if your thoughts were projected on like a on a screen for people to read, would you be embarrassed? Mm-hmm. And so that resonated with me because you know during workouts or anything, you know, Nick's put me in some situations that I was very uncomfortable speaking to a lot of people, and it's like you have those negative thoughts, but it, it, it's it's one thing to continue to think of them and, and kind of go down that rabbit hole or to shut that person up and start talking positive to yourself. I am worthy. I am good at this. I can do this. You know, uh, then you start to really see some significant change in your life. Absolutely. Right. right. So like if, if you're out there and, and, you know, I'll just kind of use first person, but if, if I'm realizing like, man, I don't have a lot of fortitude. I, I say, you know, a lot of bad things about myself. I'm, you know, when things get tough, whether it's in a workout or just in life, I, I kind of tend to give up or I, I quit very easily. Um, is that just how it is or can I develop that? Well, to, to kind of dive into what you're saying, for how long I've coached, I've coached a long time. I almost think it's like a, a safety mechanism. And Nick, you've probably seen this too, is like when people first walk in here, the, even on competitions, competitions probably more than anything than just taking classes, people are really negative to start the workout. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like a safety mechanism. So if they do fail, they've already kind of, you know, had that in place. Mm-hmm. But I see it a ton like, oh, I'm not very good at this. I, oh, I'm going to have to scale this way back because I'm terrible at this. Mm-hmm. So they've already kind of started that negative dialogue the second they walk in. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if you're asking, can it be developed? Um, can you become stronger mentally? Can you can you have more fortitude um, mm-hmm. when it comes to fitness or even just generally in life? I absolutely believe you can, and it, it takes practice. It takes uh, diligent practice. I mean, I, I was nowhere near the uh, as strong as what I am now prior to going through basic training, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying like going through basic. Everyone should just go and do <laughs> Everybody that. Everybody go and, to and basic that'll get training. you there, right? <laughs> um, but that, I think that is just proof, though, that that it can be. It can be shifted. Your mindset mm-hmm. can shift. Um, a, a couple of the things that I think are really important, probably one that's often overlooked when it, you hear anyone talk about this subject is momentum, mm-hmm. right? So momentum is just, it, it can go either way. It's either working against you or it's working for you, right? And you're not just going to become a mentally strong person by doing one workout, uh, you know, all out or but by lacing up your sneakers and coming to the gym one day or by not deciding to turn around one day, mm-hmm. it's taking a step. You do that one day and the next day, 
you put your sneakers on again. And the next day, you put your sneakers on again. Mm-hmm. And then when you take your rest day, it's the fortitude to eat to eat well and not just let it not become a garbage can. And then <laughs> over time, those daily habits, you build that momentum in your favor. And that is probably one of the biggest recipes for success that you don't hear talked about along this subject. So we say this a lot around here. Consistency leads to excellence. So we talk about that. The way you do, I I, I use this quote a lot. How you do anything is how you do everything. And so um, I try to live by that. And so I, I think these guys try to hold me back a little bit sometimes, especially with this <laughs> nagging back injury. I, I have this ability where I just keep do it, you know, go hard every time. Um, but I, I wasn't always like that. Uh, I was very lazy when I first started CrossFit. Uh, and so like Nick said, though, I, I just kept showing up. I, you know, I fell in love with it. But there's days where you just don't love it and you still show up. And that continues to lead down that path of excellence is, is what we'd say. Yeah, so just as much as momentum, you can get it going in your favor, can obviously go against you as well. And it's important to have that in the forefront of your mind and recognize that if it's going against you, you can instantly stop it. It's Don't let six days of bad eating and not working out become seven. That's your chance when you wake up on that seventh day to go, you know what? I remember I'm on a bad string. I've got momentum against me. And all I have to do to slow down the negative momentum is put the brakes on it for one day. Okay? Now, not to say that you'll show up the next day again, but think of it like a ball rolling down the hill and you got to push it back up. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? By showing up one day, you put a little speed bump there. Mm-hmm. And if it still may roll down a little bit, and, the, and maybe two days later you show back up, well, it's a bigger bump. And eventually you can turn the cycle and get it going back up the hill. All right. right. So momentum is super, super important, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was trying to think of this quote. I can't, you guys might remember this quote, but it was like, it's kind of to that. It was like stopping your momentum because something bad happened would be like slashing all three other tires because one tire got went popped, flat. Right? <laughs> flat. So it was like it's the ability to get back and, and get back to what you're doing. I think the, uh, the next one that really helps me a ton is the, uh, I like to have a plan and mm-hmm. execute a plan. And this is probably more uh, uh, for the entire day, which I think we've talked about before, but then also in a specific workout. Mm-hmm. So the in specific workout one is more along the lines of like, hey, I know that this workout has a lot of movements that I suck at. Or it's got things... It's got box step-ups and my short butt doesn't want to step up every single time. Okay, so what's my plan for this? And then execute that and, and, and build around it, right? And talk to one of us staff members. Like maybe the plan because this has running and you hate running is going to be you're going to shorten some of the reps on the front end so that you have more time to get the, the run and you're not just going to try to do it as it's written and then beat yourself up and get in that negative mindset because like everyone else is so far in front of you There's right like momentum right going right, in the wrong exactly. direction exactly talk to a coach about the the your specific plan for that workout and then execute your specific plan and i know that with you know that the whole everyone's got a plan till they get punched in the face thing <laughs> yeah. right but that's why i think it's important to talk to a coach about it because we can at least say hey you know what it's okay to do it this way and bust your ass to do it this way and that's a win. Mm-hmm. 
that kind of goes back. Remember that rowing workout you did the other day? Yeah. You were already negative about it. Oh, and I looked yeah. at you and I said, stop believing that you suck at rowing. And yeah. what we do, we, we, we stopped you for what you're doing. And we, we just really worked on rowing technique. Yeah. There's a win for the day. So, I mean, we all, we all, I mean, we all fight it. We all have, you know, these things, these negative doubts and stuff. And so, um, just to continue and to try to, again, shut that person up in your head that has those negative thoughts and, and, and try to uh, be someone that other people want to be around. And that's kind of a, a positive attribute to a class. Yeah, and the next, the next piece of that, as far as a plan goes, because I think the other thing that we can get into a negative mindset about is the distraction from the outside world, mm-hmm. right? Um, so whenever I think about not just a plan for a workout, but a plan for my day. So this has helped me a ton. I work out at 10 a.m. typically after the 9 a.m. class is done ever since uh, COVID hit, so I don't take up a class spot, right? But my plan typically involves, you know, I drop meal off at school. I have a chunk of time to knock out some very important things for work, and then I plan the rest of my day so that in my workout, I limit as much of the distraction as possible Mm -hmm. so that my focus is on the workout and not... I'm having a bad mental day because my focus is on closing on the house and moving stuff and doing all these other right. things because I've planned that at 3 p.m. today is when I'm going to go work on the house stuff. Right. Not, at, not at 10. I can't do anything about it right now. Right. Right. The only thing I can do right now is do exactly what I walked in the doors for, which is forget everything else, mm-hmm. hang out with the guys, lift some heavy stuff, drink some bangs, listen to loud music, <laughs> and have fun. And that sets up my success for the rest of my day. Yep. We we actually did this right before this podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get this done. He's like, well, I got this. Pat's like, this is one of my busiest days I've had in a long time. Like, we were like, and I was like, let's just focus right on this. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Let's just, Nick said, let's get this podcast done, and then we can worry about whatever we need to worry about. Right. But but that goes back to the lacing up the shoes part. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have a plan for your day, and you're, when you wake up, you feel like, man, I got to get this and this and this and this and this. It's a ball of stress. I just don't have time to work out will be the mental thought that creeps into your head. And then you won't show up. And then you get momentum working mm-hmm. against you. As opposed to, I've got this, 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 and this after 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From 10 until 5. And again, that your day plan punches you in the face. I always like to do, uh, Andy Frisella mentions... Write down your three to five things that you are absolutely getting done today. Mm-hmm. Workout is always on my list every day except Thursday and Sunday. Wow. And there's going to be four others that I have to get done today. And if they and I will break next to get them done. <laughs> yeah. Right? But that means if six and seven don't get done, so be it. But right. then it doesn't interrupt my fitness or my health or my family. I was just going to say that. No one's ever left here and like had a worse day after working out. You know, okay. Yeah. It's it's such a mental clarity thing for me that you know, I forcing agree. myself to work out even when I don't want to. And we've all had those days. We're all human. Um, but how much how much better do you feel when you leave? Right. And I think there's uh, kind of two things. One, um, there's something to just just accomplishing a task. And like you said, you can't really accomplish like tasks if you're thinking about the next things that you're doing. Um, for instance, like I know that when I tend to be stressed, um, maybe don't have a lot of clarity. One of the biggest things I do, I know I've told TJ about this, um, I do the dishes <laughs> and it's like, it's really weird because it's Therapeutic. like, how can doing the dishes like help me, you know, it, it doesn't help me make any more money. It doesn't help me pay any bills. It doesn't help me 
do anything besides just give me a little bit of a clean space that I don't actually even work in. I don't work in my kitchen, <laughs> but I accomplish a task. And I, by that moment, like when you accomplish a task, you get this feeling of accomplishment because yeah. you accomplished something. So you're literally like, man, I feel a little bit better. And then the stress is a little bit less. You're able to focus on your next, next task, which may be finding a way to make money, get something accomplished, yeah. uh, pay a bill, do your next task, and basically yeah. just get the ball rolling. So it's kind of almost like this reset phase where it's like, if my kitchen is dirty and you come over to my house, you're like, man, what's going on? Like, what, like, why, like, you have probably got a lot on your mind. It's like, just go do the dishes, Pat, and you'll yeah. feel better. So find something like that for you. It might not be doing the dishes. You might absolutely hate doing the dishes, <laughs> but it might be folding laundry. Yeah. It might be, um, you know, cleaning something. It might be, Tying your shoes and untying your shoes. It's it might be something thing really weird for yeah. forever. Right. This, uh, I don't know if this is a military thing, but like the, the, I've heard a lot of people say like the first thing you should always do in the morning is make your bed. Yeah. That way, if you right. don't accomplish anything other than that in the day, you've at least accomplished something. Right. And mm-hmm. then you can start to trickle that momentum towards yeah. you know something positive. So. Right. That's, you're probably just you know you switch that momentum. Like and you're kind of going down a hole, and then you wash the dishes, and boom, now you're. Making six fit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Kind of, actually, so the, the, there's a negative version of this, and, and I, I think it was another Bergeron quote, but basically it's like if you are a snoozer, if you're an alarm clock snoozer, you basically failed your first task of the day. Whoa. But you can flip that and basically be like, if you wake up without snoozing your alarm, which complete disclosure, I actually snoozed my alarm for the first time in like years this morning. <laughs> and then I freaked out that I was going to miss the 5 a.m. class. I like she slung up out of bed. I'm like, I got to go. Um, exactly. But if you if you don't snooze, you already have one success under your belt. You, you woke up on like your alarm, yeah. boom, you're good. You've already done one thing. Um, check that box off. But the... Um, the other thing that I was going to kind of, I'm kind of actually blanking on, on the, the second part that I was going to do. Nick, you said you got something? No, uh, I was going off of some of your questions that you, that we've oh, got in the notes yeah. here. Yeah. So we kind of talked more about like how, uh, you know, you can build it in some ways that you can actually build it, but kind of going a little bit more gym and fitness, like, does that mean that like you have to push through physical pain and basically what's your opinion on that? So... <clears throat> Physical pain is is obviously a pretty broad definition, right? right? Am I breathing hard? Is that physical pain? Is um, is my ankle hurt because I twisted it on a run and I'm gonna finish this? I'm gonna finish Murph on it, right? <laughs> like those are two pretty radical should. differences. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a loaded question for sure. Right now, overcoming um, the become er, overcoming uncomfortableness uh, I think I just made that word up um, <laughs> and and other I would say hurdles in life will absolutely help de- uh, develop fortitude mm-hmm. uh, and the more often you do it and the bigger the hurdles you overcome the stronger you will become mentally that doesn't mean you need to be completely reckless and stupid we had a guy who finished basic training and didn't tell anyone except a handful of us that he had a broken arm okay <laughs> probably stupid right right um i think he's tough (laughs) (laughs) don't do a workout on a broken arm if you broke it during the workout right right (laughs) there's some things that just don't make sense however what i would say is there's absolutely a time and a place to say i'm sprinting this i am finishing this and it might be the end of Murph on that run when you kick that last corner and you've got 150, 200 meters left and it's an all-out sprint and you know when you're done, you might have a little nausea. Mm-hmm. That's okay. In fact, 
that's a little bit of a, of a trick that I have. I probably go harder in the last two minutes of any workout than ever because I know I can go, I can, I have unlimited, un, unlimited potential for 120 seconds. Right. 120 seconds, I can go all out and it's nothing's going to happen. Yep. I can lay there when I'm done. Right. right? It's my little, my little, the way that I'm wired to help build that. And then some days I'm like, hey, you know what? You can go hard at two minutes and 30 seconds, <laughs> right? Momentum in your favor, right? right? Some workouts, it's it's rope climbs at the end of it. Okay, cool. Three minutes. Because you just can't, <laughs> yeah. you're going to stare at the rope for a little bit anyways, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so so find those little hacks. And, and again, yeah, absolutely go hard. But don't press through stupid pain. Right. T, did you have, you had a quote, right, that was kind of like along the lines of this almost? Yeah, I wouldn't say this is a... Um, very fitness related, but I, I have a really, really good quote that I like, and it kind of resonates with me. I've been through some stuff outside of the gym, but I, it, the the quote was, um, "I didn't gain my strength from the weights I lifted. I gained my strength from lifting myself back up when I was down and out." Absolutely. Um, so we're all going to experience stuff outside of here, um, you know, trauma and, and different things. That's just life. Um, but the ability to pick yourself up and, and keep your you know your head held high. Um, that determines a lot of mental fortitude to me, or fortitude. I, I, yeah. We got rid of the mental, right? <laughs> um, so I, when I see people, you know, come back from something bad that might have happened in their life, um, you gain a lot of respect in my book because I, I know what that feels like. Absolutely, mm-hmm. bouncing back. Yeah, and I think yeah, like you said, like picking yourself back up like outside of burpees, like you're not really going to be on the ground a whole lot in here. Yeah, it's but, not that and, bad. And, and, <laughs> right. So like like you probably will deal with a lot tougher things outside of the gym than you ever do mm-hmm. inside of the gym. And, and it kind of leads to my next next question, which is a, kind of a teed up question for you guys. But like, how can community basically impact fortitude for people? Because like, one thing, it's it's really hard to do on your own, right? I think uh, for most, it's everything, mm-hmm. uh, and, and very much underrated, and probably the biggest uh, attribute that that group fitness has going for it. I won't just say CrossFit, but group fitness in general. It is uh, one of the biggest uh, reasons I can say that the Marine Corps develops it so well is you embrace the suck as a unit (laughs) and you're not just out there as as an individual, right? And it's why we go harder as a team. Yeah, I was going to, that's what I was going to say, like, People can relate to this. Have you ever been in a team workout and you don't want to let that individual or that group down? Right. There's just a different a different kind of push through something when you're not trying to let down a team. There is. There absolutely is. And it's, it's not only not wanting to let them down, but it's also knowing that they're doing the same thing as you. And it is the... the the, the picture of when you're done, you were all successful together and that you can you push each other because you don't, like you said, you don't want to let each other down. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of searching for words here, but it's, it's that if you do let them down, then it, it feels like a, just this immense failure yeah. for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And so, yeah, community, in my opinion, is everything. It's, the, it's, it's all of those things just mentioned. And, you know, I think we've all worked out alone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, rarely, but sometimes those workouts can be super empowering because that's one of those, if I can do this by myself, imagine what I can do in the right environment yeah. and with everyone. I think I squatted alone the other day <laughs> and played some country tunes, Got had a great squat session. And it literally was that, oh man, you are going to smash at the end of this cycle. Mm-hmm. 
at the same time I've done that and had very, very poor days lifting. And it's like, man, if I just had the guys to lift with yeah, today. The hype crew. Yeah. And then I guess the last little example of that is if you've ever been like like maybe you're snatching, maybe you're cleaning, and everyone's doing well, and then someone misses a lift. It's like it's like uh, <laughs> it's fire. like dominoes. Yeah, dominoes. It's like dominoes. And then the next person misses the lift and the next person and that is just another example, or the other way. I mean, maybe I should use the positive reinforcement yeah. <laughs> example, right? But it's like Pat, because you know, we lift together a fair amount in Tej, right? Like, uh, like Pat hits a lift at the same percentage for him that I'm going to go hit, and he makes it look easy. And in my head, it's like, well, if Pat did it at that at his percentage, yeah. there's zero reason, and it's just like it. There's no doubt in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you start to build that uh, where you start are getting wired of like, I can always hit this number. And then you don't doubt. And then those doubts never creeped in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's that momentum. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, this, this example kind of popped into my head too. Um, TJ was talking to a member the other day about failing lifts. And, like, and this is part of the reason too why we'll, we'll, like, the coaches will come over to you and say, like, you know, say we have 80% listed on, on the snatch workout. But, um, man, you're just not hitting it today. We would much rather you drop back down and hit those lifts because you're basically just teaching yourself how to how to fail a lift, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing, you know, when you're basically in your head about talking negative in yourself. You're basically telling yourself that you're going to do worse, and then you're going to do worse. Um, it's it's kind of that snowball effect in that same sense. So right. So I guess the the main takeaways for today. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, three good takeaways. Embrace the community. Let yep. it embrace you. Plan. Always have a plan in a workout for your day, mm-hmm. and remember, momentum's either on your side or against you. Right. And I, can I add one more? Yeah, sure. Let's do four. Be conscientious how you talk to yourself. Yeah, okay? you change the way one. you talk to yourself, you'll change your life. I promise. I think Absolutely. yeah, like an action, like just to add on to what TJ said, it's not any different. But like literally, imagine yourself as another person, and you would never just like straight up talk shit to another person in the gym. At least I hope. I've never seen it before. <laughs> yeah. um, at least seriously. But so, like, stop doing that to yourself. Well, here, here's an awesome concept from a book I read. We've got to do an episode on books. Book club. But this concept was to walk with mirrors. So basically, when you enter a room, like, walk walk as it like if you're watching yourself and how do you present yourself? Are you negative? Do you talk bad about the workout? Are you already talking about how everything's going to go wrong? You are pushing that into the class. And no one wants to hear that. Yeah. So... Be so that think, positive person. Be that Laura Tui. That's right. If everybody could be Laura Tui, I think we'd have a, a we pretty have a, good we have a good world. People. So, um, I think that's that's pretty good. You know, I think we're a good place to end today. Yeah. Uh, talked a little about fortitude, guys. Practice those action steps. Um, make sure that you you uh, rate us five stars. Review. Five give star. us some uh, give us some feedback. If you if you have anything that you guys want to hear about. Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Kansas Athletic Club. Um, and those of you insiders that are uh, in the KSAC community page, uh, just message me directly. Message Patrick Chandler directly or Nick or TJ, any one of us. Um, and we'll, we'll either have you on or we'll, we'll talk about any topics that you guys want to know about. So um, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Later, guys. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. <laughs>